tuning in to the Urban Conservative. I'm Chaz Neal, activist based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we're brought to you today by the Leon Black Independent Media. We are all about transparency, truth, and accountability. The Urban Conservative is all about the news on the streets, gun violence, crime, politics, and how we solve our community's most hardest issues. How can we change our communities for the better? Let's get back to family, community, foundational roots. Let's make sure nobody gets left behind. Shut up and help. And today with me, I have, as as always, my <laughs> my, my executive producer, my co-host, owner, founder of the Leon Black, uh, Jontel Tolan. Thank you. Good morning. You already know, brother, my brother, Grand Risings, man. Hope everyone is having a great day. And as always, it's a pleasure yes it is yes it is so we're gonna start off this week by talking uh, about a few things uh and as today we're doing our first motivational monday every motivational monday every monday uh do something to motivate you get you in the week get your boots on the ground uh 
and make some change this week. And, and it starts off, you know how you're always told to start, your day starts good with a good breakfast. Well, we're going to start you off with some good knowledge. So um, today's episode, we want freedom. We want power to determine the destiny of our black community. Uh, and what does that mean? Uh, so before we can bring any change to our people, we have to have freedom. We have to be able to have control over our lives. We have to have self-determination. In all actuality, this is what that fight is all about, freedom. When freedom is placed into our very minds, to the very fabric of our cores, then we begin to understand what our fight needs to revolve around. We then understand why we fight and how to fight. We study the social development of different movements around the world, how they achieve freedom. We unite amongst ourselves around this concept of freedom and we protect this concept of free, not allowing anyone to do anything against this concept of freedom. Um, and, and, and what I'm getting that from is the Black Panther 10 point program. And, and I don't really want to talk about so much the Black Panther Party. I, I really want to talk about the values and the principles behind what they believed in and what they stood for. Um, and the first quote of the day is from Mark Kane is the first step towards success is taken when you refuse to be captive of the environment of which you first find yourself. Uh, Freedom is a mindset. Right. And, and the reason why I, I really wanted to share that this morning is because when I read that, um, it's we always hear we're product of our environment. Yes. And, you know, if we can get out of that mind frame, because that already puts us in handcuffs, that already has us chained. If we're thinking that we are product of our environments, because of what we see in our environment is different what other people see in their environments. So uh, that's something that I really, really, really um, I stand on. And the other quote of the day is, is from Maya Angelou. And it says, nothing will work unless you do. So, um, <laughs> you know, and, and that's what being a conservative is being all about is doing for us, not having someone else do it for us, but for us to do it ourselves uh, and to that self-sufficiency. And we just want a different way of life. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So uh, if you have any thoughts on that, I would love to hear because I know your mind is vast and, and you have a different perspective and outlook than I do. So, yeah, I mean, you, you know me as substantial saying I've recorded a song called I Am Free, Freedom is a Mindset. And mm. the, whole, the whole scope behind that is, as, as Soup said, we have nothing to lose but our chains. And the, the freedom, the only way that we can attain freedom is through knowledge. Once you understand yourself, once you understand your place in the world, meaning your purpose, living, actually living and thinking for yourself. No one else can control you if you are in control of your mind. But there's so many people in our society, you know how they say sheeple, sheep. 
It's because right. of the, the, the powers that be propagandize us through the media. It's so important for us to have independent media for this very purpose, to help liberate us. And when you speak those quotes from other people, valuable gems came from their minds because they liberated themselves they freed themselves by exposing what was inside of themselves for the rest of the world to feed their souls you know so it's a reciprocating thing it's important for us to speak on the things that we are thinking no matter how wild it may seem or how taboo or how uncomfortable it may feel to speak it speak it because that is what's going to liberate yourself oh my god soup you're so right uh shout out to julian assange for example yes freedom of the press is extremely extremely i'm about to cry freedom of the press is extremely important i can't stress that enough freedom of the press freedom of the press that is what will liberate us that is what is going to connect and unite us and the way that we uh, uh, combat the powers that be the way that we rid this two-party system the way that we rid this system of capitalism is to unite how do we unite ourselves by information how do we free ourselves by freeing our minds how do we free our minds by feeding ourselves the information that is required to have growth and i digress big facts <laughs> mm. Big facts. Big facts. Um, and the next story we're going to get into is we're going to talk about the Minneapolis Police Department. Um, you know, it's getting to be that that season. Uh, you know, Christmas is in the air. You, we already had our first snowfall. Um, and I, I want to show something more about education. Uh, so what you're seeing is a Christmas tree from, no, is there a video? Yeah, we're going to get oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, we can play the video. ...of how Oscar is circulating on social media Friday. I thought it was a joke. Christmas tree in the lobby of the Minneapolis Police Department's 4th Precinct. But next to festive decorations sit empty beer cans and potato chip bags, cigarettes, and a Popeye's chicken cup. Items that community members say appear to be plucked straight from the trash can. And in, in essence, they're calling us trash. Standing yep. outside of the precinct, community activists say they think the tree mm. is small. Mel, did you see Mel Reeves on back? Incident is a that work in the fourth precinct view and feel about the community. They called for the officer who decorated the tree to be fired, but then said, that won't do nearly enough to fix this. We have no idea how many Yo, other shout out to the were Kima. involved, how many walked by the Christmas tree without right. saying anything. Racism and intolerance is absolutely <laughs> unacceptable. Mayor Jacob Fry says he knows it will take a long time to regain the community's trust after this. Yep. Chief Arredondo and I are working exceedingly hard to shift the culture. And a <laughs> swift, clear response to something like this is where oh. that but activists lost that trust a long time Man, ago. Is no stranger to controversy. It was home to an 18-day occupation after the police shooting of Jamar Clark in 2015. Mm. Inside the lobby now, the tree is gone. All that's left are Christmas lights bunched up in the window. Mm -hmm. A reminder of what was there before. It's not funny and it's not a joke. Thanks. You know, the, 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 the part that 
uh, that really sucks, man, is that, and this is from 2018. This isn't something that, uh, it's recent uh, and shouldn't be forgotten because nothing has changed. Uh, this is just another show of how much harder that we have to fight because people have to understand is that Mayor Frey never did anything about this. This is a precinct that is in the heart of North Minneapolis. Um, if people don't understand Plymouth is, is, is Plymouth Avenue in Minneapolis. Uh, there was just like out in DC, you had black lives matter painted on the, the road. Um, that's also where in 2016, uh, just down the street, they, the police murdered Jamar Clark. Um, so we go back into to history and what has really changed because you see 2016 they killed a black man what has changed not a damn thing um, and you see a, a racist ass tree and, and and what's crazy is it's more of a it's about the symbols it's about the ornaments that they use because who right. smokes newports right majority of black people who likes popeyes Black people, Takis, Hot Cheetos, Black people. It, it, to me, it was to symbolize the things that they hate about us. Yep. And and that's the way that I took it. Um, and, and being as a Black man and knowing that there's Black officers of superiors in 4th Precinct um, really bugs the fuck out of me. For the simple fact of that you've had a black superior officer be demoted because he made a public statement saying that he was tired of MPD hiring the same old white boys. And they, and they demoted. demoted this nigga. Wow. Yes, man. And it's like that this was a, a good cop um, that spoke his mind but we can literally have officers come out here and say talk shit about the mayor talk shit about the city council uh and say how much they missed the third precinct and they can cry about a fucking building but they can't do anything about our minneapolis police department that has abused brutalized traumatized for over a hundred and fucking fifty years in minneapolis because we can go back to just because muhammad Noor was convicted just because we right. convicted derek chauvin just because y'all threw them under the bus right uh because what a lot of people don't understand is, they were sacrificed <clears throat> right that's all it would think say it again they were sacrifices and i'm going to tell you why they were sacrificed because of the simple fact of if they got any deeper into because what people didn't understand and what came out during the Chauvin trial is that they were trained. Chauvin was trained to do that. That was something that he learned in Minneapolis police training because there was different types of training, warrior style. Uh, they actually trained there, even the hog tie people. If you, uh, there was a case 
that actually a lawsuit just was filed this year against Chauvin and the Minneapolis Police Department. I want to point out the fact that doesn't he have like funds of like over a million dollars, you know, sitting for him? He's going to be perfectly fine sitting behind bars, cozy and protected from his pension. Right. Yes, because there's also there's also fans of his that have raised money as well. Raised money that that have crowdfunded for him. Right. Yes. Um, now you can, he can't go the regular route of GoFundMe, um, but there is different sites out there that you can crowdfund, and it's not only just him because it's Kim Potter as well um, that has got a lot of. I would say the last that I heard about it, and this was about four months ago. She had almost sixty thousand dollars in a crowdfund. Uh, people don't know what a crowdfund is. It's and I don't know the exact websites you go to, but it's something that is goes directly to either the family or the representatives. It's basically like a GoFundMe. It's just something that the because they feel like they're being canceled, um, <laughs> they, yeah. they do it that way. Um, so yeah that's the, the nuts and bolts to it because <laughs> it ain't gonna what's gonna change we keep on voting the same way man and to me if you keep on doing something repeatedly and nothing changes isn't that the definition of insanity yep and they want to talk about that we have mental health issues because we call out insanity. <laughs> it's this Make it make sense. <laughs> oh, and also for the for the ones speaking about, you know, there's good cops out there. Mm. What, what does that do when a good cop speaks out against these bad cops and that will not bad co bad cops, but the bad profession of being a police officer and he gets reprimanded by getting demoted? What about good cops then? Right. What What about your argument of good cops? What is it doing for the system? Is it making any change? Is one good cop making a change against his police department? Is he Is he or she or they standing up for their police department? Right. And if they do, are you supporting them? Since you want to talk so much shit about how there's such good cops out there, that's just that's just my thing. I'm just saying. No, you you are you are so right. You are so right. You are so right. And that's the, the most sickest part of it all that uh, we just keep on getting shitted on and vote the same way. We are going to take a commercial break, uh, advertisement break. And when we come back, we will hit you with um, Scott Jensen. And we will be talking about Cedric Alexander and Operation Endeavor. So see you back in a few. That's right.
over the anarchy Cause What's left to lose Everything is lost Time to turn To the new Stand in your ground Hold it to a diverse and conscious audience? Are you looking to give back to your community or have your voice heard? The Leon Block is looking for you. We want to provide people and small businesses with more traffic while connecting more people from all backgrounds, as well as integrating viewers more into what we do. Community is everything. Will you join us in helping build a better community? grassroots independent media platform by the people seeking to fill the gaps news deserts have created left and left and socialist leaning we are pro-black and we cover stories of police brutality human rights environmental issues racism and more in a more in-depth way that the mainstream can't won't and doesn't provide our mission is to change the way citizens look at media to embolden everyone to take part politics and become an integral and active part of their community to enrich all of our lives and to yo 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 we back we back we back um so getting into motivational monday back to it uh we're gonna talk about there was an event over the weekend uh, that i had the honor of um being a part of and uh, co-hosting at with my organization and uh, Black Lives the Streets. Uh, so me, Marcus, uh, Todd, uh, got to host an event for uh, Scott Jensen, Matt Burke, and uh, Cicely Davis to come in and listen and um, to the community. And this is a little um, snippet clip of the event that happened on Saturday. Nothing is perfect in this world, but if we all agree to disagree, I feel like things would be much better. Our government has failed us. Not, on, not only have they failed us, they continue to run the same lie on us and expect us to vote Democrat. Jim Walls, you have absolutely failed. And here's the reason why. Your belief system, your structure, is that people can't actually do better on their own. You believe that it's the government's role to fix everyone. There's a way that we can go about politics if we leave, leave political alignments to the side and focus on the American people and what we really want. See, the same thing that we want here in Minnesota is what we want in all parts of the country. 
And that's a safe, safe place for our children to play, safe place for our children to grow up and live and become the best that they can be. And we're taking that away from them when we don't have a public safety initiative implemented by our city, specifically our governor. Our governor has failed us not only once, not only twice. We're talking about failed democratic policies. When we have inflation high, highest it hasn't been 40 years, when we have, like I said, our children not being educated the right way, when we don't have a public safety initiative, those are called failed democratic policies. I'm listening and I'm learning, and that's what I want to do. But we need this conversation to continue. We do need to remember history, to be sure. But we have to have a trajectory going forward. Because if we don't, then we're just, we're just not going to make any movement. This conversation has to take place every month for the next 48 months. We have to schedule and, and have this be a reality. We have to. Or we're just, we're all guilty. I mean, Jesus said, when you do it to the least of these, my brethren, you do it to me. We've got to be there. Yo, you know, the the part for me that every time that I, I, I have conversations with the, the Republican candidates, uh, it's always they want to listen and learn how what do we need? Not what do we, we want, because that's what the Democrats offer. What do we want? But see, the Republicans, the conversation is what do we need? And that is the part about the self-sufficiency. And there was a man, AK, right here, um, who's a conservative um, that that spoke very well of what the Democrats, they, it wants the government wants to be all a part of how we live our lives. That's not the way it should be. We should be able to be self-sufficient self-sustaining individuals our kids should be able to have generational wealth just like our even buying power like other races other ethnicities and that's something that we're going to continually to talk about uh over and over and over again it's about self-sustaining it's about being self-sufficient because until we get that we're not going to get any reform because when you don't have any buying power, when you don't have any, when you're not a stakeholder, you don't have a voice. You don't have power in the community because they can just move you out of that community if you right. don't have a foundation. That's what we have to remember. We need over north, over any area that is impoverished is a black community majorly black community we see it all the time flint michigan uh jackson mississippi uh south central la baton rouge louisiana new orleans uh some of the worst areas hit with hurricanes tornadoes who's always left behind when the damage when everything's gone all the money comes but the air the areas never get it i re remember when new orleans the 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 hurricane came through there. The Fifth Ward, Houston, none of them areas are fully back to being aware they were before them 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 crisis hit. But all that FEMA money, where did it go? 
I know where it went. Yeah, pockets. Yep. And it's we always get left behind, man. And I need people to to wake up and, and realize that and we have to if there's gonna be change in this community and in the black community, it's gonna come from us. It's not gonna come from Joe Biden. It's not gonna come from Larry Krasner. It's not it's not gonna fucking come from Kanye West, even though people might hate him. It's not gonna come from him. But what people need to do sometimes is shut the fuck up and listen because Kanye, do I agree with everything that he's saying? Fuck no. But I will say this is that he's caught people's attention. So he's doing what he's supposed to be doing because first of all, if we were free, we wouldn't be listening to that handcuffed Negro anyways, because we would be free. We have our own minds. We have our own opinions and we have our own way of lives because this is one thing that Malcolm X talked about. And this is one thing that the Black Panthers also talked about is why are we listening to black celebrities? Why? Because we already know they're puppets. They're puppets in a system. You know why? Because we don't have actual leaders. So we look to the next best thing. We look to right. someone. Because we don't see, uh, uh, you know, shit. Uh, Warnock is the first state senator out of Georgia. In 2021. Yep. Why 2021? So you mean to tell me that <laughs> Georgia's a great state or even Stacy Stacy Abrams when she don't give a fuck about the black man? Huh. She don't give a fuck about the black man. And you hear the black man in a, in Georgia talking about that. But yet you still see she don't give a fuck about reparations. She don't even understand reparations. Because that's not something that the Democrats care about. Right. So she cares more about the democratic system than her own people. Correct. So that doesn't show y'all something. And and that's what we gotta remember because the Democrats ain't gonna give a shit. They think that they've already got these elections sold up because of the simple fact of they'll just keep on throwing the crumbs that our leaders are okay with and and, and leave the community behind. They're okay with living in $1.2 million homes while we the people are out here homeless and hungry. So y'all remember that when y'all, the next event y'all pull up to uh, at the governor's mansion, when you're outside the fence and he's in there with his dog and his son and his wife and his all his security sitting in front of the fireplace and y'all freezing your asses off. Uh, remember y'all voted for that. Yep. Remember that you voted for that. And when you go to these events and they don't come, there's a reason why they don't come. But why don't y'all reach out to Scott Jensen, Matt Burt, Cicely Davis, because they want to listen and learn. How can they help? You might not agree with everything that they're saying, but they right. want to listen and learn. They want right. to know the experience because they haven't felt it. Right. So regardless of however they might see maybe abortion take the listen and learn that's what they want to do they want to listen and learn so to me that spells out open-mindedness so hmm, mm. i don't hear that coming from medicine because they think that they're from here that they know what we need no he doesn't live here anymore 
Remember that. He's not even from here. Mm. All of these so-called wannabe, and, and that's what I'm going to call them, wannabe, yeah. are out here for our community, but don't live in our community. How the hell do they know what we need when they are out here right now paid? Right. Paid. They're not out here because they want to be. Maybe they do want to be, but they're getting paid to be. So there's a difference. Mm -hmm. I want people to remember that. And while we're talking about public safety and we're talking about safety of our kids, you know, um, I do know this is that Scott Jensen does want to make America's streets safe again. I do know that. I do know that he wants our children to be safe. I do know that Cicely Davis wants us to be, have our kids have generational wealth. I know Ryan Wilson wants to make sure that the money is going where it needs to go. I want people to remember this. Uh, so in the next clip, uh, and again, I'm a, I'm a felon. I can't vote. I'm gonna put that out there. Uh, but I also do have a voice. Uh, my voice does matter. Uh, doesn't regardless if you're sitting in a prison cell right now, your voice does matter because you have to come out into this bullshit. You got to come out here into this bullshit. And if you haven't heard the interview that we did with Marvina Haynes, please go out and listen because right now our people are suffering. And what I mean by our people, I'm talking about our people. It doesn't matter about race because for all 40 of them were not black. You had some natives, you had some whites, you had some Hispanics. It was all people. So get off your couch, take a day off of work, and go do the right thing. Whatever that may be. Go talk to your city council member. If you don't know where they live, I'll send you their address. Speaking of talking to city council members. Yes. Uh, yeah. So Thursday night, uh, the clip that is you're, you're about to hear is from a public safety meeting in Ward 3 uh, in Minneapolis with uh, city council member Michael Rainville and public safety director. Uh, Cedric Alexander. Uh, and it was a very interesting uh, conversation, uh, actually. Uh, I didn't think they took it very serious. Uh, when you go into a public safety event, I don't really see constituents or community members drinking wine, drinking cognac, uh, you know, laughing. And you're going to see a lot of displeasure in this uh, five minutes and I think like 45 second clip. Uh, so I just want people to pay attention and we're going to, I'm not going to stop at all. I'm not going to have John tail stop the, the audio at all. We're just going to play it straight through. Uh, and then we're going to talk afterwards. So hold on a second. What you sent me is under 30 seconds. So is it under 30? Correct. But I do believe that you sent me the full one uh let me just check here yeah you sent me the full one like last 
like I want to say last week. So okay, hold on, I'm on the center two right now. The full one, because I think uh, that's what I have already. Do you have the the the? the yeah, yeah I'm almost. You sent it to me before. Uh, Let me just check. Yeah, it's like the world's. Well, it's like forty minutes. No, this one. So I'm sending it right now. Okay. Because I, I, I edited it down to five, like five minutes. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, five minutes and 30 seconds. All right, y'all. So listen up. Here we go. So it's gone to Pan and Lowry. It's gone to Pan and Broadway. And it doesn't, there is no police presence over there. We're averaging over 200 shots a night. Just the other night at 1.50 in the morning, we had our building firebomb. Thank God it didn't catch on a fire, but the police presence, there was none. So we had to wait till the, the bomb squad came like 11.30 and then the FBI was called. You know, and my thing is there is no police presence over North because at, there's times there's shifts where there's only two patrol cars over there, let's be honest. Let's be honest. And North Minneapolis is the worst area right now in Minneapolis with the less, with the least police presence. So if we're going off the data and analytics, where's the police presence? Because I think it's great that downtown is being protected, but that's the rich people. So when you go to the poor areas, we're being left behind. And I have reached out to you because I don't know if you remember me. But I asked you about fentanyl and cut foods when you were over at, when my mother's love had you over there. And I got cut off and I did reach out and I still haven't heard back. Uh, but I really want to know what is being done because I'm not seeing it on the streets. I'm not. Let's, let, let's be 100. You said you're going to come up here and be truth and transparent. Then let's be honest because I think, yes, there is a presence out here, but it's nothing is being impacted. Let's be honest. And, and I, I don't need no clapping. I need help. Fuck the clapping. Excuse yeah. my language, but yeah. fuck the clapping because we really need help out here. Yeah. And, and, and everything you're saying is absolutely true. But I do know this is that we have more resources now in North Minneapolis than we No, listen to me. Just hold on for a second. Just yeah. stay with me for a second. Yeah. We do. We're up there every day. We're up there in numbers. I know you see us. I know people see us. Are we 100% effective as it would like to be in that community? No, we're not. Absolutely not. We're not 100% effective downtown either. Right. We're not 100% effective in South Minneapolis either. And you're absolutely right. When I talked to Inspector Adams up there before the precinct, sometimes he put out three or four cars. That's all he had to put out. That's all. But you know what? When I talked to the precinct inspector in precinct five and in three, and even in downtown in one, they too put out three, four cars. It's so then how do you have a hundred officers that do encampments? Well, that's a whole different situation there when you talk encampments. When we had a hundred officers out there doing those encampments, I'm just telling you where they come from. That's crazy. They were brought in to help remove people. And I know that comes to the chagrin of a lot of folks. And I feel it. I understand it. But I can't confuse that. I don't want to confuse that with what you're talking about in North Minneapolis. 
disorder because everything that needs to be in normal Minneapolis that we can do, we're not giving you. We don't have everything to be there all the time on every corner. I get it. In your neighborhood, you may be experiencing something very, very different. And I would, and I get that. And I can't minimize that. But I promise you, they're doing the very, very best they can with what we have. And we know that we still are falling short in some places, but we can't give up and we won't give up. And, and I just ask that you don't give up on us. I, oh, I'm not, but what am I supposed to tell my children? When they want to go outside and play, what am I supposed to tell my kids when they want to go outside and play and they can't? I understand. And that's very hard. That's very hard. I know it is. That's very hard. But we all want to protect our children. I want to protect your children. Everybody in here want to protect children. But we're just going to do everything we can. I promise you that. And I think I said that to you at Cup Food that night. And we're going to continue to do everything that we can. Is it enough? We know it's not enough. But we're fighting with everything we got. I'm telling you, we're throwing everything at it. That we well, it ain't enough. I understand. I understand. Commissioner, another question over here. Yes. Hi, Commissioner. I'm Julie Craven. My husband, Doug, and I live in the North District. Um, it looks like North Loop has moved all the cool restaurants down there. We've got the cool seafoods. But the. Um, I think hmm. there you have yeah. it. <laughs> that's shit crazy, man. And it, it's crazy that that the end of that talks about North Loop because last night at eleven forty-five, a man was shot and killed. Um, wow. Yeah. So this is, uh, and this was actually happened in Uptown um, by where Winston Smith and Deanna Marie were murdered. Um, so there's, it's, it, it, it's for me when he never answered really honestly anything. Uh, he kind of, to me, it didn't even kind of, he did. He bypassed the important shit uh, because if they're honestly going off data and analytics, then it would show them of where the high crime areas are. Uh, it would show them where they need a presence to be switched because if they're checking that on a day-to-day -day basis, it would show that the areas that they have increased uh, presence at when they started Operation Endeavor, it would show them that them areas don't need anything anymore. Well, they, not that they don't need anything, but that it, it shifted. Yeah. And they're not going by that because you're still seeing them in the same areas, but yet there's still crime at an all-time high. Uh, and that area, that district where the murder happened that last night is a district that has their neighborhood association came together and hired off-duty police officers. Wow. Yeah. So... That's why you have 90% of Minneapolis police officers last year made over a hundred grand. What? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, there's no other police departments in America that 90% of their officers made over a hundred grand. Wow. Minneapolis is the only one. What? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because of all the overtime. It's um, honestly we're we're short officers. I think the last um, on Thursday night, what he said was, "Yeah, they're down almost three hundred." And on literally, there's only two hundred and fifty-five patrol officers right now, and that's fanned out between five districts, five wards five precincts so you figure they have about 51 officers per precinct oh wow right in a city in a city of damn near half a million wow right so if people want on this no one to know why our crime is at an all-time high uh that's the first factor and that we're we're not gaining officers even though they are hiring they're losing still more officers than they're hiring. I think the last cycle we hired seven, but four quit. Our fourteen quit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it it doesn't, and that's what people don't understand is, you know, that whole defund the police. Show me any police department in America that actually got defunded, because nice. I know in Minneapolis they got funded more. But yet, and, and this is the, the major problem for me, is because when you look at these budgets, even with Chicago, Philadelphia, uh, I guarantee this, if you look at the budgets and then you look at your city charter, it'll tell you how many officers have to be, that they gotta be staffed with. So everybody, every city has uh, in their city charter, of according to the population of how many officers that city, that township, that county that you need. Um, and then you budget for that. So Minneapolis is this year 196 million for, I think it's 778 officers. But we don't have 778 officers. We have under 550. So where is that all that extra money going? That's the way that it's been for years and people don't understand that. That's the crazy part for me is because they always say they need more money. What are you doing with the extra money you're getting? Because you're right. not even using all, you shouldn't even be using all the money you're getting because you're not staffed properly. That's what I want people to understand. So if you literally, there are almost 300 officers short. Now that just happened last night, 1145. Um, if you are staffed for 778 officers, but yet you're short almost 300, 250, let's go 250, and the starting salary is 70 grand a year, mm. that's a lot of flipping money. That right. is, hmm, you know what I'm saying? So you figure 10 people, that is, that's 700,000. So you figure times that 700,000, I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money that is, where is it at? Cause it ain't, shouldn't be going where it should be going. That's what people fail to realize. And that's what bugs me the most is because people say that, oh, police this, police that, but don't want to look at everything. So 
Thank you for tuning in to the black to the urban conservative. I'm Chaz Neal. And I'm John Teltone. You already know. Until next time, meditate through the pain and celebrate the ties that bond, liberate our people, and educate our youth so we can stop the bloodshed. Be the change. Win or fail, freedom or jail, heaven or hell, wish me well. Be good. <laughs>